0: Leech talking atlanta braves
1: with mlb.com braves
0: beat reporter mark Coleman. mark the braves have issued the most walks in the major league as a pitching staff um is that fixable or is that just kind of what they're going to have to deal with
1: you know i think that a lot of that is a product of a lot of the young relievers uh you, you know also with julio Turans walk rate being up this year uh i i think the harder the the question is is this bullpen fixable um you you're looking at you know you've got jason greely in, in the closer role where he's he's shaky every night jim johnson has been good for the most part other take away one outing over the last month uh, other than that you're rolling dice pretty much with every other guy you bring out there and this is something that they they expected they knew when they traded craig campbell that the immediate impact was that their bullpen was going to be inexperienced that week or two was, as we expected, was an aberration with, with some of the young relievers. So uh, they're going to continue to try to mix and match. Uh, the Yankees just uh, designated David Carpenter for assignment. Look, when, when guys when guys become available, there's a reason. You know, this is not like this is the David Carpenter of 2013. Um, but but they're going to continue to take chances on this guy, these guys, these types of guys. That doesn't mean they're definitely going to get David Carpenter. Um, but at the same time, you, like they did with Nick Massett, they're going to tr- keep trying to mix and match because they, they look at it and say, look, they, they understand. They're not expected to be in the thick of the race, but because they're here, they're not just going to fold their tent uh, without trying to uh, put the pieces together and fix this bullpen.
0: Yeah, and you, in, in you're a pro. You lead me right into one other thing I wanted to ask. and and um, Broadly... This, you know, this team is three games out, and so broadly I, I wonder, uh, could they be buyers? I think that they have shown, uh, this is such an interesting front office, I think they have shown that they are almost certainly not going to be conventional buyers and uh, trade prospects for a short-term fix. I don't think that's what the way this team is built. But um, do you see them, between now and the deadline, um, making moves to improve the 2015 team's chances of making the postseason?
1: I think any move that would improve 2015 would have to be one that would also um, improve beyond. In other words, they're not going to give up pieces uh, that are going to help them in the future for pieces that are not uh, that are going to also help them beyond this season. They're not going to try to you know go all in, say let's make the most of what we have. They understand what they have. They also understand, hey, look, if if it's a rough June and, and uh, you know they struggle up the, through the middle of July, they. That they have a lot of pieces that they can move. Uh, that they could go either way. Uh, right now, um, they're happy with where they are. If they end up keeping Johnny Gomes, AJ um Jason Grilly, and Jim Johnson throughout the rest of this year, fine. If you know, but at the same time, when they signed them, they knew what kind of team they might have. They they knew there's a chance that they would be out of contention in July, and, and they can move all these guys. You know. Some of them are going to bring better returns than others. Jim Johnson, if he continues to pitch like he has, he could bring a, a nice return. But there's nothing going to be really significant. But you ask, if, you know, could they be buyers? I, I think that if there's a chance where they could move a couple pieces to, to get somebody that could help them beyond this year, yeah, there's a chance that they could be buyers. And, and it all depends on, on uh, what happens here in the next six, seven weeks.
0: You mentioned Pirzinski. uh He got off to that torrid start, but for the last month or so, um, not only has he cooled off, but actually Bethancourt's out-hit him for the last month or so. Um, uh, are we about to see or maybe even starting to see uh, some change in how that playing time at catcher is, is distributed?
1: You know, we, we've, we've, got a, we've, we've got our first indication. We have seen Bethancourt play a little bit more the last couple of weeks where we've basically seen him uh, catch all Williams-Perez and Teron starts. Now we've got him catching a Mike Fulton-Evich start here in Arizona, which is basically it's a day game after night game. But yes, I think this is where this is a point where Freddie has to take a step back and remember that AJ is 38 years old. There was a pitch last and, and during Tuesday night's game uh, there in Arizona where you you know and look, the catchers are going to miss pitches, but but you kind of look at it and, and say, look, it's the same kind of the same stuff that you're complaining about with Bethancourt. At the heart of the matter is, this is a chance to figure out what you have in Bethancourt. If he, you know he's not learning anything by playing sparingly, um, I think that they need to get back to at least he's the guy that plays three out of every five days. Um, you know, over the next couple months, and that way you know heading into the off season, whether he truly is your guy for the future. You know, AJ Brzezinski had a, a great uh, April. And May was. Kind of what we expected out of that A.J. So so let him get back to that backup mentoring role and, and uh, find out what you truly have with Beth and, Court and uh so that you don't go into next season basically in this same situation.
0: You mentioned Prezinski as a potential trade option. Is there any tension at all uh, between – not wanting to bury him if he's somebody you'd want to move, and 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 also not wanting to bury your catcher of the future. I mean, is that is that in any way a difficult line to walk, or is it just as simple as tell the manager, hey, do what makes sense here?
1: You know, I, I think that maybe there is something with that. I mean, that that's basically what we've seen with Chris Johnson. You know, we've talked about that where where the front office says, hey, look, match him up against the right guys because we want to you know improve his numbers and make his month. Uh, you know, pretty make his numbers look better than they happen if you're playing him against left-handers on a consistent basis. Yeah, I mean there there could be some of that where you say, hey, look, you keep playing him every day. Um, you know, whatever value we thought we might have had for him on the trade market's going to be gone. Um, he's going to be dead tired by the end of July. Um, you know, 38 years old is 38 years old. It, it, there's no hiding that. So especially a guy who's been in the big league since 1993 uh, and and basically 95 on a consistent basis. So um, I I do think there may be some of that, but uh, I I think really more importantly than what the trade value for presents, I just think that you have to figure out what you truly have in Bethancourt. I mean, we keep hearing that they're frustrated with him. Well, you really don't know what you have until you let a guy play consistently, and that doesn't count. And that just that doesn't amount to two weeks of playing time. We're talking you got to let him play for a month straight, and then step back and say who is he?
0: Also, one other guy I wanted to ask you about um, quietly. I think you are around you know more than I, and it may not be quiet within the clubhouse. It seems like quietly, Anderson Simmons is having a really nice year at the plate. Uh, not a star year, but um, you know closer to 2012 that that that. Brief stint than he has at any time since. Um, is there anything that he's doing differently? Is it just a matter of kind of development that happens in your mid twenties? What are you seeing from from Simmons at the plate?
1: I, I think that Kevin Seitzer has has really helped him with the up the middle approach with with and what that has done is help Hamilton Simmons Simmons's balance. I, I we saw a couple weeks ago he he fell down on a couple swings and and I asked Freddie about it and he said that he's. The, his ankle is a little bit sore, and you, you, you know you just keep your eyes open. Saying, "Hey, look! First of all, you want to see if the swing's out of whack, and secondly, is the ankle really an issue? Because Anderson's telling you it is. and it was something that he fixed after a day or two, and we haven't seen that in the past. In other words, well, maybe his mechanics were getting out of whack there. That, I forget, that was the last home stand uh, there at Turner Field there in mid-May when, when this occurred, and and um, you know from there, I see a guy who. Uh, look, he, he may not be, uh, may not have the textbook swing, but we don't have him falling to his knees and, and being off balance consistently with the swings like we've seen in the past. And uh, I think he's trying to, he's, he's starting to figure out who he is as a hitter, a guy who, if he uses all fields, um, you know, it, it gives what takes what the pitcher gives him, uh, and doesn't try to yank everything out of the ballpark. You know, he can be a solid uh, or a consistent offensive player. You know, there's.
0: Always hope that a guy, when he he gets into his later twenties, develops even more. But if, if this is what he is, if, if what he is is two seventy, three twenty, three thirty on base, three ninety, four hundred slugging, and the defensive player he is, they'd be absolutely thrilled with that. If he just put those numbers up for the rest of his contract, they'd be thrilled with that, right?
1: No, oh, and no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I mean, it's you know before he won a a batting title, or even after he won a batting title with the high eight high A-level there in the minor league. Um, there were questions about his bat. There's even there was questions about his bat here. Yes. Yeah. So anything, any number similar to that, like you said, with that glove, you're thrilled and you try to keep him, you know, forever however long he wants to stay in Atlanta, he can with, with that kind of production.
0: All right. Well, Mark Bowman, thanks for taking some time to talk here on MLB.com Extras, and thanks everybody for listening.